you found the Rebirth Podcast where we gather to tend the flame. What does it mean to tend the flame? It's a place to warm yourself, imbibe inspiration, and remember the brilliance that is you. This is a bonus episode to help you tune in for what is coming ahead this year and also this week. On January 11th, we have the first new moon of 2024, and it's calling out to all of us. So I wanted to share with you a little serendipity and a little reframing on mindset or setting your mind. If you find this episode helpful, could you gather your friends and bring them closer to the fire? You can either share it on social media, tag us and we'll repost, or take a few minutes and leave us a review on Spotify. It really means the world to us and it helps us create a larger flame, a brighter light for us all to gather. Hello, yo, it's 2024 and I'm talking to you about mindset. Do me a favor though, let's just break the word apart for a second. When you hear mindset, 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 it's this word we're hearing all the time now. But I found a journal of mine. Are you a journaler? I'm a big journaler. I've been a journaler. I can I can literally say most of my life. I can concretely see my younger self. I was in third grade writing in my keep out Lucy Peanuts red journal that had a lock on it. So it's been a mechanism and a tool for me for a long time. And it's not the only tool. The important thing when you tend your own flame is to know what your tool is. My journaling could be somebody else's sketch or another person's whittling, cooking, whatever. So use that loosely and interchangeably. That to say, I've always loved words. And I've been recently listening to Guru Singh, who I think of as a master philosopher. Um, he's a Kundalini yoga teacher. I've been, I have not attended any of his official trainings. There was just an epoch in my life when I was in LA a lot, and I would always go to his classes when, I, when they were available. And I loved listening to him speak because he would string words and concepts in a very, in a simple and profound way, such that he would draw your attention to something that you had experienced, but not perhaps digested or um, took the time to take apart. So when I take apart words now, I, I partially think of him sometimes, and I'll tell you why. I've been thinking about how when I interact with different people, the frequency between us creates a, its own tone. And I've noticed it even in the podcast. I recently had um, interviewed a couple of friends and you can hear sometimes my cadence, which I'm telling you, so this is one of my 2024 things I will work on. My cadence quickens. And for you as a listener, that's not so fun. So I need to meet the other person in a consistent cadence to create a frequency for you, the listener. Why does my cadence change if I know someone? Possibly because of personal excitement or 
even nervousness, and that will affect what I communicate, right? We know this. What I've also found is that the bandwidth with the person that you communicate with changes what's communicated, meaning you might be excited about a topic, you want to share it with somebody, and as you begin to share, you see it's not being received. And if you are paying attention, your body might be like, uh, I'm just going to stop because I'll tell you why. One, it's probably not fun for that person. But this is, uh, this is getting connected to mindset. If I'm sharing something that's really important to me with a level of joy and you're meeting it with disinterest, there's no reason for me to squelch my joy. So instead of getting upset that you couldn't receive what I was sharing, I'll just pause and be like, you know what, let's just topic change. Okay. I'm setting my mind. You see what I see? So I found this journal <clears throat> of mine and I wrote down in 2022 ingredients for a good day. And this is how it starts. And there's like little pictures because sometimes I'm too serious. And so in my journals, I take colored markers and pencils and try to expand my horizon instead of just honing in on words. I try to bring imagery and color. So there's a little sun, 6.30, rise. Then there's like a little yoga person, 7 o'clock, stretch. 7.15, ritual. This is um, a word I've borrowed from a lot of other people. I wouldn't have normally read that, but they were talking about how if you have a practice of imbibing something inspirational or doing a mantra or saying a prayer, just something that tunes you to the devotional aspect of life or the inspirational aspect of life or choosing a tonality, right? So rise, stretch, ritual, 7.30, so 15 minutes for that, that reading. Normally for me, the ritual would be reading something, some kind of book or something that has that mindset that I'm wanting to feed my focus. 7.30, organize, and breakfast. Because if after reading that inspiration, it's like, oh, my mind gets locked onto that tonality, my mind is set. Rise, stretch, ritual, organize, breakfast, mind, set. Once I feed my spirit, I feed my body, right? So this is one way to look at trying to change the word mindset as this thing, like another thing that I have to do, as opposed to setting your mind, turning your dial, choosing what bandwidth or frequency that you're going to engage with. So Rilke says, it's not inertia alone that causes the unspeakable, monotonous, and unrenewed human condition to repeat itself again and again. It is the aversion to anything new any unpredictable experience, which is believed to be untenable. So if we don't set our mind and steal it, fortify it, set it to be receptive to the tonality we want to create, we're going to be running from all the stuff we've been intending, our word of the year, um, all the great changes that are happening in 2024. If we don't set the mind, increase the capacity, rise and stretch the body, imbibe our eyes, our vision with inspiration that attunes us to the bandwidth 
that makes us available to the very thing that we're asking for. That's setting your mind every morning. You do not need to know precisely what is happening, Thomas Merton says, or exactly where it is all going. What you need is to recognize the possibility and challenges offered by the present moment and to embrace them with courage, faith, and hope. You do not need to know precisely what is happening or exactly where it is all going. What you need is to recognize the possibilities and challenges offered by the present moment and to embrace them with courage, faith, and hope. So, I technically cannot read you the poem um, that is my... Okay, so let me... So, think about that, right? This is the idea about in the present moment is the possibilities. And one of my posts recently, I wrote about how if you're in tune with the cycle of nature, you're in tune with it, with, with infinite possibilities. But if you're locked in, then you're limited to what you can perceive. So when you set your mind, when they tell you to set your mind on a feeling you want to feel, there's infinite ways to feel joy. Like an ice cream cone can, with my son can give me joy. Silence can give me joy. Walking with my dog can give me joy. A $5,000 truck can give me joy. There's infinite possibilities. And what is so wonderful is when you're just feeling it, like my son said to me the other day, I'm just happy for like no reason. I said to him, well, that's the best kind, right? That is the best kind. Because when you're happy for no reason, it's a choice. You've set your mind. So I am attuning more to January and February being um, intention setting, focusing with action. I'm not waiting, but and clearing this space to make sure that I'm calibrated for when the energy really starts to pick up at the end of the month. So I thought there's a poem that came to me from someone and I will post it. I'll post a link to it in the show notes because for legal reasons, I cannot read you the whole poem. I can only read you 25% of it. And even though Mary Oliver is no longer with us, I do not want to disrespect her work. Um, I just want to share these words with you. It's one stanza. It's four lines. Eight lines. I'll share you the four and then I'll share you the four before that. And these four lines are my beginning intentionality for 2024. And I've been talking with clients and also with fellow mindset coaches. And it seems more and more the, the necessary skill is going to be being attuned to your own chosen mindset. Having the fortitude and the discipline to cultivate that mindset to bring you where you need to go this year. And where you need to go is wherever you've decided, hopefully inside out. So... This poem, To Learn from Animal Being, by John O'Donohue. Sorry, I said Mary Oliver because I, for a moment, just thought of her. But it's from another beloved, John O'Donohue, To Learn from Animal Being. This stanza, these four lines, are what I read every morning right now. Let the clear silence of our animal being cleanse our hearts of corrosive words. Let the clear silence of our animal being cleanse our hearts of corrosive words.
that is how I want to set my mind and his his prayer before that, his four lines before that. May we enter into lightness of spirit and slip frequently into the feel of the wild. Slip frequently into the feel of the wild. And I will link for you the rest of this poem so you can read John O'Donohue's To Learn from Animal Being, which is in the book To Bless the Space Between Us, a book of blessings. Highly recommend owning this. It's a fantastic friend to turn to. So as you're looking at, okay, we had that momentum. Let the day have all the necessary ingredients. Make space to rise and stretch, to imbibe some sort of ritual, to ignite that flame, right? That's what tending the flame is. You know, if you acknowledge the magic, the magic has a way of acknowledging you. And don't you notice how when you say the word magic, your shoulders kind of like open up like, oh, magic for me. Yes, my friend, magic for you. Rise, stretch, imbibe something that will inspire you. Take in a poem, read verse that you enjoy. Whatever works for you. Organize your day. Eat your breakfast. And then you set your mind. Your mind is set. I look forward to hearing from you how this little practice of setting your mind or paying attention to harnessing the power of the morning can serve you in your intentions and horizons for the year to come. Interested in helping you, if, if you're interested, I'm just, this is, comes the commercial part. You can go to katebrenton.com and there are packages for four mindset coaching with me, Tend the Flame. As I've gotten some beautiful feedback from the, the new podcasts um, from our listeners who say, you know, I've had a couple people, one person in particular use the flame of, you know, I, at my age now, I've birthed and rebirthed myself so much in this life, but tending the flame is what I can do. And that is how I feel. There is a little bit of baton passing happening. There are future horizons and there is an understanding for the vitality and the journeys that I know are yet to come. My job is to emotionally, physically, and spiritually tend my flame. I do that through my own practice. I do that in mastermind and I do that um, in community. I'm going to be talking more about this idea from a podcast about how some of us are so confused because we have these insights, but they're outside of context and they're outside of community. And then it kind of hems us in and we're not really sure how to move forward because we don't have the context to service. The idea of this resilience of tending the flame or working internal to, to serve the purpose, which includes you. You delve into me to serve the we, right? You delve into me to serve the we because you understand the universal concept that the more you give, the more you receive the reciprocal cycle, the nature of being here and now. So braid that also into your morning. And if you have a morning when you wake up and your shoulders are kind of rolled in, see if you can find the capacity 
to open that heart up again. Have your mind set and look for the magic in your day. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. We always appreciate reviews. And if you are looking for support and harnessing the energy and you can feel it moving forward so you're ready when spring comes, go on, go on over to katebrenton.com. See you there. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. If you want to learn more about contemplating the year or the upcoming offerings, hop on over to katebrenton.com. You can top on the newsletter or see where I write at Substack, katebrenton at substack.com. Thanks for being here. See you back here next week.